Hello everyone, Joyce here. What do we see in today's um, first reading about marriage? And um, ironically, we celebrated our 30th anniversary yesterday, myself and Alex. Uh, and yeah, just as we were preparing to go for dinner, my daughter Shakina looks at me and says, you guys made it through 30 years of marriage, the smug on her face, and I was like, yeah, we did it. We are going through. And um, the most amazing part about marriage is that uh, we're not alone. Uh, we, uh, When we enter into marriage, it's a covenant. It's a covenant with um, a third person who's very active. God is very active in our marriage. And I don't know without God and also how, without community and without friends and family, I don't know how how we would have actually seen through um, yeah, through our struggles. So God is actively involved and marriage itself is is a spiritual connection because we we yeah, we get married in the church and it it, it makes it more sacramental. It makes it more dynamic because we're not alone any time. Yay, thank God for that. When we look at, um, where is it, yeah, in Luke, in Luke, I'd like to draw our attention to Luke today. It's so much of, it's this blessings and woes. And Jesus, he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, I don't know why Jesus was putting his eyes down. Probably it's like, okay, God help me deliver this message, this such an important part of everyone's lives. So he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and he said, Blessed are you, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you poor, sorry, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. Now if you look at the language, it's both, it's both um, literal and it has also figurative connotations. Blessed are you poor. So he was instructing and delivering this very important message about poverty and even when you go into the into further as you read down he elevates the position of of people who are poor then he moves on blessed are you that hunger now um yeah hunger so yesterday i decided i think i just over i ate too much the, the night before so I decided yesterday morning, I'm going to skip breakfast, actually. I thought, I'll make this breakfast my fast. Because I skip one miserable meal a week. And I did it so selfishly, I, I didn't want to. Yeah, we're so horrible. But I think that fasting is so important. And I tell myself, I have to get more active in my fasting. Because he says, blessed are you that hunger now, for you shall be satisfied. And then, blessed are you that weep now, in other words... Who are sorrowful now but then in that sorrow there is in the end it in verse 23 right he says rejoice and leap for joy so it's a kind of a paradox sorrow and don't go around looking sorrowful but rejoice in your sorrow so blessed are those that weep now for you shall laugh there is an assurance 
that even in our struggles today because sometimes when we are really down right we are like oh so miserable why am i suffering why am i got this why do i seem to be the only one who's in comes to church and i feel that no sometimes and everyone else seems so happy and so joyful and look at me and my life and what the struggles i'm going through and uh, i tend to think that i'm the only miserable person in the whole world sometimes i don't know whether you feel like that but yeah this is me and um yeah so blessed are you when men hate you oh my gosh that means when you're living in isolation and you think to yourself you're living in this corner and you're thinking no one understands me absolutely no one and when they exclude you and revile you oh my god this this i just don't want to be in a place like this where people hate me where people exclude me where people revile my gosh revile is like such a the like the word the choice of word here is is that um is that um that people are going to really really hate you and then they and then it goes on to say they cast out your name as evil can you imagine someone who is so despise that people i i i cast out your name as evil this must be really terrible to be in this place of isolation when no one likes you at all and i think that's what even paul feels no when he was thrown out of prison and he just cast out and and everyone and yet there was so much of rejoicing when he went back to the when he was in the prison rejoicing because god was on his side and we need to really look at this every single day every time we feel that we have been the one that has been wronged rejoice in that day and live for joy for behold your reward is great in heaven for so their fathers did to the prophets then it goes on woe to you that are rich for you have received your consolation because in one way you can see yeah the those who have money in their pockets when we have money and we have money in our banks we don't have to at least that part of our worries we don't have to think about oh my gosh what am i going to feed my family for the next meal we don't many of us all of us yeah don't have to worry about that we can find some food but there are many others who don't who probably Uh, I remember a time when I used to feed my daughters and every time I used to feed them I say lord this was my prayer every time I say lord fill up the the breasts of other women who are who want to feed their babies but who really don't have because of poverty don't have that supply of milk so as you're nourishing my child nourish that mother out there who who who's yeah it's just been sucked dry and there's no more food for her baby this constant awareness you know that there are other people out there to be thankful to be thankful is one thing but also pray that god will somehow and god will do that god will somehow include that in my prayer that god just feed someone who's really hungry right now who's just like me out there we just think someone but there's so many others and then what to you that laugh now for you shall mourn and weep So you 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 have money you're laughing with your friends you're very happy i'm very happy and then what you and all men speak well of you so their fathers did to the false prophets 
So not to also rejoice, you know, when people are like, oh my, you, you did such a great job. Oh, you gave that talk that was so good. And uh, yeah, oh, your children, they, they did the praise and worship. I remember the time and yeah, my daughters did worship and they were, they did. And, and people just come to me, oh, you, you must be so blessed, you know, your daughters leading worship. And I said, no, uh, I mean, if they could have been your daughters up there. So it's no, it's no big deal. Yes, it is, but it's no big deal. Because this is not, and even when I, or you, when you, when it's just that sense of elation. Ah, yeah, people are praising me. It's nothing. Because he said that <laughs> you could be a false prophet. Oh my gosh, I'm a false prophet. Oh God help me. But yeah, sometimes no, sometimes we just think that we are so we've got it all. And when we think that, that's it. Really, it comes crashing down. So coming back to the wealth, which reminds me again, you know, most of the time the podcast is for me. I sometimes, most of the times I listen to myself and I'm like, I got to do this. So now I got to remind myself I haven't given my tithes yet this month. So I need to do something about it. Um, so the purpose of it's not the question of okay the rich are going to be damned but if you do not share your positions then we are damned then we are damned woe to you we will not be in God's favor because we we are just amassing wealth for ourselves for our children even when there are many people out there who don't even have money for themselves and their children's current need Whereas we are saving up for our children's future needs. And there are many people dying out there because they don't have food. Many children going hungry to bed because yeah, there's no food. I can't even say table because they wouldn't, wouldn't even have a table. There's no food on the floor. And here we are thinking about what policy Oh my gosh, we are. Uh, we really need to buck up, you know. I really need to buck up. First and foremost, yeah, get my tights across. And um, yeah, what else do I need to do? Um, just believe that God is actively working in my life and He's being so patient with me. So today, let's just yeah think about all these things and yeah share our possessions. We cannot just keep and store and hoard. And God, let not God look at us and say, you fool tonight. Um, that would be the most dreaded words. Um, yeah, so let's just, just call on to God and say, Lord, help me to just move out of my cozy, comfortable world and to just open my eyes to the needs of those around me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.